Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everybody, to the Alt Left. This is episode 102. We're actually uh, full steam, and the whole roster's here. Uh, with me, as always, is Drew. Good evening, everybody. And the good Reverend Dr. K. Good evening, everyone. They uh, they let me out of the basement just long enough to uh, come up and uh, talk a little bit about uh, some politics or some other nonsense. And hopefully long enough for you to come out of the closet. We'll be getting working to you like a house elf tonight. <laughs> I'm not coming out of the closet. Nonsense. I don't care what you say. K's not a house elf. House elves don't want to be free. That's also true. Um, although someone did already give me some clothing once, so I think I'm okay. I've seen you in nothing but a sock. It's not appealing. That's also true. So uh, tonight we are talking about uh, the turf in chief, J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter and boycotts and video games and transphobia. Oh, my. So let's just cut straight to the chase. There's a brand new Harry Potter game and everyone is talking about whether or not it is okay to download this game and pay money to her or to pirate the game and play it for free or to not play it at all. Can you separate the art from the artist? Is it something that doesn't matter? And who gives a fuck about trans people or I care about trans people, but fucking magic wands are dope or fuck everyone. What's your take? Uh, my personal opinion is that, um, that it, that it's really hard to separate art from the artist and knowing what we know now about, uh, J.K. Rowling. Uh, I am inclined not to continue to support uh, her endeavors. I would fall into the camp that, for the most part, I think uh, I can differentiate between the art and the artist. Now, having said that, there are some notable exceptions. Uh, during the run of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there was a an internal memo that uh, Joss Whedon should be kept away from one of the female cast members, and there was only one female cast member that was underage, so it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out which one they were referring to. And having known that and watching now, I kind of get creeped out vibes, so I don't watch that one anymore. But as it applies to Harry Potter, I haven't reread the series in a while, so I don't know how I feel about that yet. Uh, I think it's possible to do so. I think you have to take it on a case-by-case basis. That's fair. Uh, I, I guess I understand where you, where you're coming from when you say case by case basis. I've, I've read all of the Harry Potter books. They're amazing. You know, great stories. Will I be downloading the Harry Potter video game? The answer is no. Uh, I'm not into that kind of video game anyway, so it's less of a concern for me. Yeah. It's more of a question of that. Would you had, if, if JK Rowling was awesome, would you download it? No, no. Well, and that's the thing is, is like I'm saying that, like, I don't have as much vested interest in this video game simply because I wouldn't have downloaded it anyway, uh, because it's not my type of video game. But as far as like the new movies and things like, you know, things like that, I did not go see them in the theater. I didn't pay any extra money to to watch them if I did watch them, um, although the last Harry Potter movie I didn't even see, which, you know. And it's not really a Harry Potter movie. It's it's more the Wizarding World uh, with what was it, uh, Scamander? I don't know. Anyhow, uh, I didn't it was, see it. It was supposed to be the Fantastic Beast series, but they very rapidly veered away to that and into Dumbledore story, which is fine. But they shouldn't call it Fantastic Beasts when there aren't any in it. 
Yeah. So I, I didn't watch that movie either. Um, and I think the majority of that is because I, I just don't want to support her. Yeah. And that's totally fair. Um, I'm the same way I have, I watched the first fantastic piece cause this, this was a few years before we learned everything that we learned and that one was good. And the second one was okay. I haven't watched the third one either just because I've heard bad reviews on it, but when I get around to it, I will find a pirated copy and uh, it'll be the same way for uh, Hogwarts legacy. Now, if JK Rowling wasn't a gigantic turf, I probably would have pre-ordered it, even though I'm not inclined to do so as a general rule. But given that she is, I won't be playing unless I can find a pirated copy. Uh, I think that is a middle ground for people that still find joy from the property without giving her any money towards it. Which, don't get me wrong, she's already been paid by the uh, producers of the game. She got a chunk there. She will continue to get a chunk from sales of the game. So I don't want her to get any more of and any of my money for that. Yeah. Chris, how do you feel about it? So I have a hot take on it. Um, it's actually funny. I thought the two, I actually expected a reversal of both of your opinions. I expected Drew to be of the fuck that bitch. And I expected Kay to be like, fuck that bitch. But, you know, it's not going to run my life. Um, so surprise, surprise. You never, you never know who people are. But, um, Okay, so my 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 take is obviously as if you've listened to this podcast for more than two episodes, you know that uh, I don't do a lot of shades of gray. Uh, fuck J.K. Rowling and fuck everything she's ever done, everyone she's ever known, everything she's ever tried, everything she's ever looked at. If J.K. Rowling saw a museum, burn it down. Fuck that bitch. Fuck everything she does, and fuck her transphobic shit. That includes separating the artist from the art um because that I, I feel that term gets used a little too much with uh, stuff like her because that. That's a term that is for people who are dead, right? That is for, like, looking at the art of, like, H.R. Geiger, right? And being like, oh, he was actually a terrible fucking racist, and he was awful. Yeah, totally. He 100% he was awful, but, you know, again, he's dead, and here's the art, so let's talk about it for what it's saying. How did it impact the world? What do I like about it? What don't I like about it, right? It's so that you can accept the work for what it is by separating it from the monster who made it, J.K. Rowling is still alive, though. And for me, you cannot separate the art from the artist while they are still living. And number one, I, first of all, I want to put a prerequisite here that I also recognize my own hypocrisy uh, for I do things like support Disney by going to Disneyland sometimes and that kind of thing. And Disney is known to be terrible to its workers on occasion. And uh, awful things have happened there. And yes, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. That is also true. There is not a single thing you can do that doesn't involve slavery, murder, rape, and awful shit all across the world. And if you enjoy a thing, chances are a score of eight-year-olds suffered greatly for it. 100% guaranteed. I'm just going to put that out there that before anybody fucking angrily tweets or emails us. Yes, I do recognize I live in the world and therefore contribute to awfulness. And yes, that I am singling out a single thing when I also enjoy and contribute to many other things. I also don't hate people who, again, like Drew, like who's like, look, I, do, I don't like what she stands for. She fucking sucks. But this is a thing I really love and it brings me joy. So we eat a dick. Like, I think that is a fine stance if that's how you feel so be it and i'm not going to like condemn you for that um i will condemn rowling though and so that is why for me there is no separation of the art from the artist like i i, I just can't um because jk rowling is not someone who sucked this isn't this isn't looking at one of hitler's paintings and judging it right jk rowling is active in the world she's profiting from this and she is helping to kill trans people 
She has lots of power, lots of money, donates to causes, donates to authors, donates to politicians, has a very loud voice that is echoed throughout, talks about things about like, I mean, she tweets about how um, that uh, hormone prescriptions are pure laziness for people who don't want to go to therapy. I mean, she actively advocates for the erasure, dismissal, and harm of trans people. And in case you haven't noticed... There is currently a transgenocide going on right now in the world. Our own government is constantly passing reversal laws. We had Trump get up there and give like a five-minute speech about how like, oh, anybody who does these awful things to children, I'm going to go after. I mean, there is it is the hot-button issue right now to completely go after trans people, label them as predators. And that's nothing new, but it is incredibly popular. It has picked up a lot of steam. It is now okay to be actively condemning and harming trans people that is a fucking problem and so someone like jk rowling who actually wields that level of power and influence needs to be stopped by any means necessary and i understand that stance uh that said i'm not the sort of person that is going to go and make like a public display of like say burning the books or burning any of the merchandise that i've already bought it's just one of those things where it doesn't actually mean anything yeah, that is just a kind of sort of meaningless pandering oh I, yeah i also find it i find it a little um, interesting that uh, you brought up the separating art from the artist thing because one of the points i was going to bring up was uh tolkien is actually another good example of where you kind of have to separate the art from the artist particularly in lord of the rings when it comes to orcs and their history mm-hmm. uh but for those of you that uh, don't know or uh, don't have no particular interest in uh, tolkien the history of the orcs is they were elvish POWs from the uh, war before the one with Sauron, who were tortured to insanity and then used dark magic to uh, transform. So effectively, it's a commentary on, like, say, veterans and their own PTSD. And he just kind of puts it out there, but no, orcs are all evil and they should all be killed and there is uh, no sympathy for them whatsoever in the world. Now, can you do you believe that that is, say, something, a deeply held belief that Tolkien had? I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't know I don't, either. I don't know much. I don't know much about Tolkien as a person beyond the books, uh, and I'm sure that there's lots of information regarding that. I just don't know it. My, I guess my issue is I actually do see a difference there, and and, and here forget there's twofold for it. First of all, he's fucking dead, so it doesn't matter. Um, but number two, Tolkien was not leading a charge of bigotry and hatred to harm and have death and, and torture come to children. And that's where I draw the line. Was Tolkien racist and shitty and bigoted? Sure. Did he say things that were fucked up? Yes. Did he create analogies that have persisted in our art that are still harmful and bigoted? Sure. Again, I am not here to defend Tolkien, but he's dead. His damage is done. He's no longer contributing more to it. By buying Lord of the Rings or watching it or reading it, you are not contributing to what he's doing. And also, I'm not advocating anybody burn their Harry Potter books, like, at all. That was a one of the most popular books in a generation. Uh, it has brought a lot of meaning and love and good to people, and I don't think that people shouldn't be able to enjoy it. I am talking about spending more money on more IP that she directly profits off of. That's what I'm talking about is you are contributing to someone who is, unlike Tolkien, active in the world of having children killed. And I totally agree with that. And uh, part of my bigger point was I think the franchise itself is growing beyond her as well. Uh, The 
Fantastic Beasts movies are a good example, and the Hogwarts Legacy game is also a good example where, yes, she's a consultant, yes, she's getting paid, but she had no creative input on any of that. Absolutely. She's just getting a paycheck for the property. So I think we are at a point where it's starting to move away from her anyway, and she's becoming less and less relevant. I totally agree. Don't buy any more merchandise because that is directly helping her. But I think I think we're sort of in a transitional phase between her being relevant because she had it and then the uh, franchise itself standing on its own as something apart from her own beliefs. But she's she is relevant. She is profiting from it. She yeah. got paid a large chunk of money for some game development company and writers and whoever else to produce this game. She got paid money. So when you buy that game, you are giving money to her. And not just that, so someone else, uh, someone close to Drew, actually, we're all having a group conversation about this, made a, a, a point that I hadn't considered was that even playing a pirate a copy, like, and I don't agree that there's anything wrong with playing a pirate a copy, but like the more that we participate in the universe, the more power you are giving the zeitgeist of Rowling. And again, it doesn't, I, I agree, like what Kay is saying, like, sure, she didn't write it, but it doesn't matter. She's getting a check for it. And yeah. I think the bigger issue is we are seeing a statement that like she can do this and there is no suffering, right? That large companies can still publish books for her. I mean, God, she fucking wrote the book under the, the, the fucking pen name Robert Galbraith, right? Which is a direct reference to an anti-trans person, a debunked scientist, I believe. And then she wrote a book about a male serial killer who dresses like women. In the midst of all the transphobic nonsense, and it was published, and that I think is is the thing. It's like, and it, it, if it's like, if she gets completely kicked down to the curb, and no one will even look her in the eye, and she's nothing, they're like, that's another story. But she has a lot of power. She's still incredibly popular, and companies aren't afraid to associate their brand with her. That's a problem. And as long as we keep separating the art from the artist for her, it's going to continue. Again, I'm sorry, they're. There's a genocide against trans people right now. It's just not okay. And I I feel this is where I draw that line. Of like, where do you draw that line under no ethical consumption of capitalism? And this is kind of where it is. Is One is a system that I cannot escape. One is a system I choose to be a part of. And I choose to give relevance to someone who is an absolute horrifying monster. She's an evil cunt. And she deserves every bad thing in the world to happen to her. And I don't want to support her. And where I see the difference between, you know, obviously no ethical consumption is um, there is need, want, and then where you don't need something, uh, you need something, you you have to pay into it regardless of what it does in the world. That is just fact. You want something, that is where you're willing to uh, override your thought process about a particular thing. And then there's the don't want where you simply do not want to consume something because you know that it goes directly against something that you are fundamentally against. And that's the reason why I didn't watch the new movie. Yes, this new game, I probably wouldn't be playing either. But if a, a, another artist that was doing the same things that Rowling, J.K. Rowling is doing, in regards to trans people, I would not be consuming or advocating or anything for that intellectual property, period. 
And so I cannot say it's okay to play this video game, even in a pirated copy based on that. And that's fair to say. And um, I agree. I like, I follow along the same hypocrisy as Chris does where I will give a little more latitude because I enjoy the Harry Potter franchise. That said, I absolutely agree. I have no interest in ever giving her money ever again. But uh, when it comes to something pirated, uh, particularly with uh, the checks that need to be done now to keep uh, companies from actually noticing that you're paying a pirated game, it won't work towards their sales or downloads or really showing the interest for the game, I don't think, And um, in that particular case. Now, having unsaid that, uh, pirating is the absolute, that would be my own limit. Like, you want to pirate a game and play it? Fine. Like, I can't. I can't stop you and I can't necessarily fault you if it's something that you've enjoyed, but that I'd say is my hard line and anything beyond that, I think it's a betrayal. I don't know that I would even want to pirate a game at that point. I'd just rather not. I, I think that supporting it is supporting it regardless of whether you're giving money or not. I wouldn't go that far. I, do, I, 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 I don't think that's equivalent at all. Now, again, I, I also wouldn't I didn't say it was equivalent. Any- well, you're saying supporting is supporting. You're absolutely saying it's equivalent. Now, you're not saying it's the same thing, but you're saying it's equivalent. And and that's okay. You We can disagree Fair. on that. Fair. But you're saying it's equivalent. And I don't. And the reason why I don't is because one is actually giving her money and power and status, whereas pirating a game does not give her any money, uh, does not count towards any kind of metrics that they can use to measure success. No company is going to be like, sweet, 10,000 people paid for the game and 5 million pirated it. We did great. Let's do our rolling stuff like that. So for me, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't see the issue. It's not something I'm going to do, but again, I don't know. I actually, I would play cause I really like it. But for me, anything new that comes out, like I can, I can separate a little bit because again, I, you know, saw all the, the movies and stuff long before any of this ever came out. So it exists in a different timeline for me. So I can see Harry Potter movies and absolutely enjoy them. I can enjoy the world. I can enjoy all that. But when it comes to new IP, it's, it, it, it already comes with that sour flavor. You know what I mean? Like, it, it already comes spoiled. So, I can 100% enjoy the shit out of Harry Potter. I can not enjoy consuming any new IP because it just tastes like a fucking turf to me. But regardless of that, I think the difference, you know, if we're talking about pirating, I don't really care about that. I'm talking about people who, the, the, the debate, right, between. No, I will not support this trans this, this this fucking bigot and buy the game. And people who are saying I'm going to buy the game because it brings me joy, eat a dick, um, and I don't care. Support the art, not the artist, and she can do whatever she wants. And that's kind of I think the bigger issue because pirate to pirate or not to pirate is is a real sub 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 you know yeah and that's really fair one. yeah that's certainly getting into the weeds yeah I, I think it's whether or not do what do we think about the ethics of supporting her even knowing it and that's kind of where I take umbrage no pun intended, is that, um, God, she was so, just so on the fucking nose with every name she ever used. And, like, I I find issue with this one because you are giving power. You are not consuming, you're not reading, you're not watching, you're not that. You are actively saying, no, I'm going to take money out of my wallet, which we could talk about the evils of money, the evils of capitalism, what have you. Money has fucking power. End of story. Even if you don't have much and you are choosing, now again, this is someone who, you know, I don't have a choice. I have to consume Nestle products once in a while. And they're one of the worst companies on the planet, right? Like, I get it. 
no ethical consumption of capitalism. But for this one, this isn't kind of like what Kay was saying. This, this doesn't fit into Laszlo's hierarchy of needs. This yeah. is a choice to consume a new luxury product. And for me to pay money to consume a new IP, not only does it pay her, but I think the bigger damage is it encourages more companies to keep associating with her. And mm -hmm. that I see is the big damage. Publishing houses need to not publish her books. People need to stop talking about her in a positive light. She needs to she needs to know what everything she needs to be like Gia Carrera, right? Where the only thing she can do is star in a fucking movie that got 27 views. Like that's where I want to see Rowling, right? Kicked to the curb where no one of any value will associate with her. That's what needs to happen. And so Again, power down, power down, I don't give a shit, but I do actually take offense to those who are willing to pay real money at this point. And it's, it, it's again, it's because it's just come up. Like, I, I didn't necessarily feel this way six months ago, you know, going into everything that's happened lately and seeing how far off the bell curve of humanity Rowling is. No, I, it, for me, I think you, you, you consciously you just can't separate the two at this point. And I, I can certainly sympathize with that point of view, yes. I agree that it is certainly difficult and probably impossible to completely separate the two of them right now. I do agree that it would become a whole lot easier after she's dead. Which any day now, that would be awesome. I would, you know, if Lightning really wants to make that happen, I would be in full support. Yeah, but uh, that said, I mean, we are where we're at, and I think everybody needs to decide for themselves where that line is. I I would say, for the most part, I do tend to hew more towards your opinion. I don't agree uh, with basically anything she says when it comes to trans rights. Actually, I don't know that I agree with anything at all. I've read through... She uh, had a statement on her uh, website where she explained her views and the uh, tweet that that started the entire firestorm between it, and it just struck me as being incredibly disingenuous. So I don't think I will ever agree with her, and I don't think I would ever believe her if she turned around and said, okay, I was wrong, and this is what I believe now. I think that would be a cynical attempt to stay relevant. But I don't think she's got to that point where she's at any risk of having to change her beliefs. Yeah, I wouldn't believe her no matter what. Like, anything that came out yeah. now at this point... Um, would just be, I, I wouldn't buy it at all. I, in general, I have a hard time believing any public figure. Just truly... stop right there. End of sentence. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but seriously, like that any, anybody that has those kinds of extreme views in general is ever going to truly change their mind, regardless of whether they say something put out some sort of apology or how much they, you know, they espouse that they have changed. I, I hate to say it, but off, you know, most of the time people don't change, mm -hmm. not in those kind of fundamental ways. Now I'm not saying that it never happens and that, you know, there are, aren't people that, you know, do see the error of their ways and, you know, move on or change, you know, and whatever, like it does happen. But on a whole, it just doesn't. It's very, very rare. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, anytime it does happen, that's the exception rather than the rule. And that's why yeah. it's always so noteworthy when it actually does happen. Yeah. I just feel like the, it's not just about changing your, your ways either. Again, there, there, there's a there's a mere copa that has to come with that, right? Like, it's not just like, oh, uh, it's it, it, again, Hillary Clinton, right? 
You know, yep. Hillary Clinton that's comes out and example. says, "Never mind. Uh, it, it, it's I'm now for gay marriage because that's the right thing to say." Um, yeah. And doesn't do anything to actually reverse any of the damage she's done. She spent her entire life harming the gay community, advocating against them and their right to exist. And then all of a sudden she's like, never mind, you fucking homos are okay, I need your votes. So it's like anything (laughs) Rowling did to distance herself from her earlier comments would feel the same. It's like... Yeah, oh, I'm tired of I'm tired of my books not selling. Fine, trainees are okay. Like that would literally be the tweet. There, there would be nothing she could do that would not incur a cringe level of transphobia, slurs, and hatred between every line because that's just who she is. She is a viteful, vile, hateful, evil cunt, and I wish nothing but the worst for her. And I don't believe that person can have a reversal that easily. And if you do there is amends to be made and those amends are not sorry homos like no that's not what you get to do that's not it didn't work for hillary it's not working for her it's never going to happen like you have to then become an advocate to undo the damage you did and she's never going to do that she's never going to put that effort in because it's not who she is even if she changed her opinion right she's not someone who gives a shit about anybody who's not her she doesn't actually care if Rowling yeah. had common decency and a shred of humanity, she wouldn't do this, right? She has no sympathy. She has no empathy. She has no self-awareness. She has no humanity. She is not someone who cares about other human beings in any way, shape, or form and does not care about the damage she causes others. She completely lacks any sense of ethics. She cannot see past her own hateful nose at this. And so... Honestly, like until I saw her literally devoting her life to undoing transphobia, there would be nothing she could do to ever convince me that she actually feels different. Yeah, I agree. She certainly doesn't have the integrity of insane clown posse. (laughs) Honestly, not many do, believe it or not. Yeah, but as far as the game goes, I mean, there's a lot about it to criticize uh, not just the association with Rowling, but some of the plot line itself I have heard is somewhat objectionable. Uh, oh, you mean got... because like we always get caught up in the transphobia and we always forget the rampant anti-Semitism and racism of all of her work? Yeah, and uh, to be fair, I have read from a couple of sources. I don't know if it's true or not because I have, I've yet to find an actual plot summary, which, I mean, I'll read that before I ever think about playing the game. But uh, from what I understand, the anti-Semitism as it applies to the goblins is actually shown to be more like wizarding propaganda, where there is a faction of goblins. It takes, the game takes place during one of their rebellions, and essentially it shows the leader of the rebellion to be something more akin to like uh, the IRA than to a terrorist and a terribly hateful stereotype. It also... Uh, pulls no punches when it comes to house elves and shows just how miserable their lives are, even at Hogwarts. But they like being slaves. (laughs) Yeah, we could do a whole separate episode just on that. And again, like you're saying, like Munchausen's. Yes. No, that's not Munchausen's. Munchausen's is uh, believing you have a illness that you don't. Oh, that's right. Uh, This is is Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Yeah, Stockholm Stockholm Syndrome. Syndrome. That's it. That's it. I'm sorry. My apologies. Which, given some of the knowledge of the lore... I sort of understand what would have worked better for what she was trying to do, but no, it just turns into an out and right allegory for chattel slavery. Yeah, pretty much. But they like it. Yeah, totally. Sure. I'm, I'm sure they do. 
again, it, it, this is some low-hanging fruit punching at rallying. Don't get me wrong. Her same storylines and everything about that are the exact same propaganda put forth towards chattel slave owners in the United States, right? It was always this this paternalistic benevolence. It was, you know, obviously there was that we've brought them Jesus argument as well, but it was also this is for their own good. They actually want to be. Look where they were. They were off in Africa being eaten by tigers. Now they're happily picking cotton. It's like, well, no, they were running a trade empire and you turned them into slaves, you piece of shit. But that argument of it's good for them, it's what they want, they enjoy the work, is an old trope. Of course. Yes. Yeah, and unfortunately, even Hagrid is uh, guilty of that sort of thought. I have a direct quote from the book. Don't ruin Hagrid. Uh, sorry, I'm going to ruin Hagrid. So, in Goblet of Fire, in Goblet of Fire, Hermione starts an advocacy group for uh, house elves, and she doesn't get a whole lot of support. Because most of the wizarding community is, at best, indifferent to the plight of house elves, and at worst, think that they actually actively like it. Which, again, given the lore behind house elves, I know they're based on brownies and uh, things of that nature, and you can have that discussion. Uh, they just tend to completely ignore the fact that they are absolutely slaves. So she tries to get Hagrid to join, and Hagrid just flat out refuses, saying, it'd be doing them an unkindness. It's in their nature to look after humans. It's what they like, see? You'd be making them unhappy to take away their work and insulting them if you tried to make them fun paid. And Hagrid is absolutely one of the most open-minded of all of the characters. Uh, him and, say, Arthur Weasley, who... Arthur Weasley is also racist, but racist in a different way. And they are what would be considered the best examples of uh, the wizarding world and their opinion on house elves. Sorry. Hey, to wreck uh, Hagrid for you, but it's there. Hey, if it can be destroyed by the truth, it deserves to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So that, that's, I think, where we all stand on it. You know, again, nuance exists, and maybe there's an angle we haven't covered, so definitely shoot us an email if you disagree. Thealtleftpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can tweet us. We might see it. I don't know. We don't really check Twitter because we don't really, again, we're trying to stay away from the Musk bot. It's still a place where a lot of people find our episodes. We're staying on there. But if you're hearing this, please, for the love of God, get on our Discord. Uh, there is a link tree on our Twitter. There's a there's an open invite to our Discord. There's also a pinned post of our Discord. Get on the Discord. You can actually talk with, when I say us, I mean me and Drew, not Kay. And, and, and talk to us. Shoot us anything you want. But also, if you have a question or anything, I do check the email uh, now that Matt is gone. And that email, again, is the altleftpodcast at gmail.com. The Alt Left Podcast. Hit us up, and uh, if you have an opinion, we'll read it on the air, honestly. If you've got something cool to say, we'll talk about it. We'll bring it up. I actually miss doing uh, Q&As with listeners. So bring it in. If there's something we missed, if you agree with me, um, shoot us an email. If you don't, just don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know what you think. And again, if you have something interesting to say, we'll fucking read it on the air. So that's all we have on that one. So hit us up again. Um, we will talk to you then. We'll see you next week. Thanks for letting us in your ear holes for one more week. Uh, until then, remember to take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And remember, the revolution to free the house elves and end the career of J.K. Rowling lives on in you. <laughs>